and welcome back. How are we getting on, lads? Um, so today we're joined by a very special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Hey, I'm Jonesy. Uh, I'm an American. Uh, I'm a comedian and, and a podcaster. I'm the host of the Weird AF News podcast. Um, I actually do have some uh, loyal listeners in Ireland because uh, thankfully my podcast is in English and it can be enjoyed over there. And I take the piss out of myself on there a little bit. And I know that, you know, the Irish just love that when people take the piss out of themselves. And I think that's why they're drawn to my show, because as an American taking the I take the piss out of myself almost as good as an Irishman, I think. I think you're pretty close. Thank you. It means so. Thank you, Gerard. It means so much coming from you. I mean, that's that's a big time compliment. I know you discovered me on what was it? YouTube. You saw my show on yes, YouTube. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, most of the time my show is not discovered on YouTube. What made you I mean, how did you find it on YouTube? I don't have hardly any uh, listens on there. There's I have a, hardly any followers on there. Most people find it through iTunes or Google podcast or something. Um, well, I spend a lot of time on YouTube. I watch uh, a lot of podcasts like Hotbox with Mike Tyson, Joe Rogan experience, so on. But sometimes I like words, to see. Uh, Small stuff in other words, I, you, I was going to say, in other words, you smoke a lot of dope. Is that what you do? <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay. No, of course you guys don't do that over there in Ireland. None of that. None of that's going on, I'm sure. A lot of pint drinking. That's about it. Mm. Look at man. But, when, uh, you live, when you live among the castles, you've got to smoke weed. I mean, <laughs> if I lived among a bunch of castles, I'd be smoking weed all the time. I'd be living in a, a fairy tale existence. You know what the Irish castles look like? <laughs> they're not somewhere you want to be. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're are they really? Are they lame? What? What? What's wrong with them? They're stone and broken down. <laughs> yeah, they all got broken down like the last time the English invaded. That was rough. Yeah, but you know, you know what I would do as a child? I'd go to places like that. I'd ride my bike with my friends. We'd get like a thirty pack of Pabst Blue Ribbon, and we would drink inside old. Old demolished buildings. I'd be drinking inside castles every day in Ireland. Is what I'd be doing as a kid. Did you do Perfect. any of that? Um, no, very little. Um, I think you got the wrong idea where we're from. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a beautiful part of Ireland. There's a there's a there's one city worth mentioning, and in between that, in the middle of nowhere, called the Bog, is where we live. It's a uh, Bog. Yeah. Oh, you live with the swamp people. Is that what you're we telling me? We live with the swamp people, basically. You, you nailed oh. it on the head. You guys um, are like you're, you're like, you're like the Florida of Ireland. Worse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a pretty nice That's uh, something I love about uh, America. Um, and as we, we, get, we get basically all of the news. Like, we're probably as involved in your election as you are. You know? <laughs> no one here could vote, but we all have such strong opinions about it. But... One thing I, mean, I love well, about the States is Florida man. That, that kind of meme, you know, you see like Florida man does blank. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things to come out of there. So for your listeners who may not uh, know what he's referring to is, you know, we got this meme in the United States. It comes out of the state of Florida. There's so much damn crime coming out of this state. The headlines are already always like Florida man, um, you know, has sex with a dog in front of the police station or something. You know, it's always, <laughs> and it's like Florida man, you know. He's steals. not even off. He's actually 100% right. They're actually crazy. Bad. 
Yeah, they're crazier than that. Some of them. I mean, it's just it's it's outrageous. Florida man castrates another man in a hostel. Uh, you know, like this kind of stuff. Just just before so it's always on. Florida man does this. Um, I would love and to. There's so so many do. of these headlines. Do you, is there? Do you have the equivalent of this Florida man in in Ireland? No, no, no. I would love to look up. Not, We've got tiny population, so everyone yeah. knows everyone's business. There's no like major crime. But, uh, right, and there's no there's no section that's just filled with just so much degeneracy that you're like, oh, people from that place they they do that. They're they're a bunch of criminals, you know. I wanted to look go. up what this is my birthday now coming up. Oh here. yeah, type type in your birthday. That's right, Florida man and your date. This is a fun game it's, that it's we play. It's a game. Stab beat to stick. For, wait wait wait. So Florida man stab beats stab. man to stick for not giving him beer. <laughs> hey, in his defense, you know. This is the one, yes. Very... I've, I've heard about this one before. The stuffed Olaf doll. Oh, man. Yeah, I remember that one. Didn't that happen inside a Walmart? I I'm not sure. So, I, believe. I think it did. Target, I remember that store. one, too. Look at that. Florida man dry humps the stuffed Olaf I mean, that's just so funny. This stuff. Wow, you got a good one. Your birthday. What kind of good. world do we live in? <laughs> Genuinely, Lance. What, what, what kind of world is this? It's I a crazy mean, you one. Know, it's a world that can make you feel good about yourself. If you're, if you only have a DUI, you know, you're like, Hey, all, if all I got is a DUI, you know, if I just have a drink, if, if I get a, Oh, that's driving under the influence. That's what we have in the States. So if you get pulled over for drunk driving, it's called a DUI. If all you have is a, a drunk driving charge, you can feel pretty good about yourself these days. Right. You're like, at least I'm not a Florida man. You know, you wouldn't <laughs> even make that. You don't even make the news for a drunk driving stint in Florida. You got to do something else. It's got to be like, you got to drive drunk while I don't know, dressed as a big bird. And you know, with your fist in somebody's behind in your pat in the passenger seat on meth, <laughs> you know, this kind of crazy shit. This is yeah. like, you know, that's how you make the headlines there. Yeah. Jonesy, I would love to know what is your birthday. So I may look up oh, your uh, Florida man. Uh, April 27th, more power to the people. We just might see a sequel. Let's see what we have here. I can't remember which, what mine is. Arrested after witness said he practiced karate on oh. swans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Unbelievable. And finally, George. Hong wearing Flo Florida man arrested while building shed with blank. Uh, it's uh, 28 June. Mm. I had to think about that one. That's bad, isn't it? 28. Ah. I think you're getting old, buddy. You're getting to that yeah. age, dude. Yeah. Florida man in jail for, after not playing taxi that picked him up. It's boring. It's so boring. This is boring. You lose, dude. Yeah. You yeah, lost. I lose this game. <laughs> um, but back uh, to you, sir. You do a lot of stuff. Um, you have an acting career, you've done 18 things as an actor. And you're also a comedian. So when people ask, hey, Jonesy, what do you do? What do you normally say? Well, lately I've been saying I'm a podcaster. But prior to that, I would say that I'm a comedian um, more so than anything else. Just because I kind of – I do more of I – was, I was doing more of that than anything else. Uh, you know, uh, doing comedy was uh, almost a nightly thing for me for many, many years. Whereas, uh, you know, you, you're lucky if you get a handful of – cool acting jobs a year so i think by far you know comedian is what i would identify with with mostly yeah. um and it's just kind of cooler to say you're a comedian the only problem with that is you tell people you're a comedian they're like you know hey make me laugh right now where, where 
Whereas if I tell someone that I'm, you know, I'm an actor, they just usually stop right hey, there. You know? Act right or, now. Come on. Yeah. I, I love telling people that I'm a podcaster because they'll, they'll be like, oh, can I hear your podcast? And I'm very proud to whip out Weird AF News because it, all it takes is a couple of headlines to be, to be hooked on that. It, you know? And so that works out. But um, yeah, I'm a little tired of the, hey, tell me a joke. It's like, what, I mean, what do you do that? To, what, hey, you're a carpenter. Hey, build me a birdhouse. Like, who does yeah. this? You know, it just gets annoying after, all, after a while. But yeah, I do. I have identified more as a, as a comedian. I've spent more time doing that than anything else and, and more time trying to figure out how to do that than anything else, probably in my life. Yeah. Um, if you're a fan of uh, Roe Jogan, um, he likes to say that comedy is under fire at the moment. Uh, what do you think about that? Well, I, I would agree with him. Um, I, I would say kind of like all, all the arts are uh, in, in, in a bit of trouble, uh, which is unfortunate. Uh, it seems like the arts are being stifled a bit and uh, the you, voices aren't, aren't, being, uh, aren't, aren't allowed to, to be heard because of it. And I think that's, that's terrible because one of the only things that we have at our disposal as a culture is art, you know, I mean, meaning the regular, the people, the people, you know, they like to let us have the illusion that we have all these political choices. But at the end of the day, you get the choice between one rich lying bastard and another rich lying bastard, neither of which have share any of the same values as you and I, neither of which are, are really interested in helping the common man, if we're being honest. Um, and so we're very limited as citizens. What can you do in the culture? What, how do you create change in the culture? Well, I can't do it politically. I can't do it. I don't have enough money to do it. Well, we've always had art at our disposal. And, and no matter what socioeconomic background you have, you always had art at your disposal. And art is a powerful, can be a powerful creator of, of cultural change. It can create movements. Now, when you start limiting what's on the menu for art, you know, what you can say artistic wise, um, specifically in my profession, where a lot of comedians are now being told that they can or cannot make jokes about X, Y, and Z. You're very, you're, you're really putting handcuffs on a culture and, and you're, you're limiting it. And it's, uh, I think that's a major problem um, that we're facing, not just in the US, I mean, talking to you for briefly before we began, it turns out, you know, you're experiencing it in, in the UK as well. Hold on now. Excuse me. I'm sorry, in Ireland, you don't? Okay. We're not from the UK. No, we're from the Republic of Ireland, uh, independence since 1922. <laughs> well, I could probably then say just Europe in general is probably experiencing this, I'd imagine, right? Is this, a, is this also happening all over Europe? I'd imagine it is. Not as bad. Not as, as bad as you think. You about guys are having Central yeah. Europe is but pretty conservative. Southern Europe, pretty conservative. Maybe if you're going to like Western, like probably not, not. Probably not including Spain. Maybe the UK and France. Maybe Germany. Well, I mean, and what do you think of this? Well, we talked to a lot of people um, in your industry in um, LA, so on, and they they're not happy with us. Uh, we just see. Like this affects you on a daily basis. This affects your income. I'm just sitting here talking. It doesn't really affect me, but um, some of this carry on that happens around it is pretty unreal. Um, like some of our comedians have been under, uh, like Des Bishop at the moment is under uh, a lot of pressure for comments he made about the traveling community. Um, 
Yeah, but it's just, I don't know. Like, it's just, some things are justified, some things aren't. Thomas, what do you say? Um, you guys are all about, you know, your freedom of speech, right? But then you say, you know, let us say this, it, it completely, it completely tears down that yeah. I'm allowed to say what I want, but you are not allowed to say this. And even if you disagree with it, you have to acknowledge, like you got, you have to acknowledge it. It's put there, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. yeah. But um, right. you guys are protected to say whatever, or like to have free speech and all that. We're not kind of the same. Um, like I talk a lot about how you guys have such an unrealistic amount of freedom compared to the rest of the world. And so many people are so happy to give it up um, for no reason. Again, yeah. again, going back to what you said, not being able to say this or that, or even with the COVID restrictions. Uh, I, I heard in, um, in California, you have to put your mask on in between bites of your food. Oh, that's, um, <clears throat> well, they suggest that you do that. Yeah, we're, certainly in Southern California, where I live, it's a, so we're, all, uh, we're all wearing masks uh, these days, yeah, for the most part. Uh, at least in Los Angeles County, where I live, yeah, masks is is the way to go, and uh, I I'm okay with it. I'm okay oh, with it. I'm the same. It's just in between bites is what has me. Like I got my mask right here. I'm going to college tomorrow. I have to wear my mask. Um, on, on, you, you actually go to the campus? It's the only thing I think I can do. I oh, go to I campus see. once a week. So does Thomas. Um, mm -hmm. Can't even go to anyone else's house. You like you can't visit anyone else. You're not, not allowed five kilometers away from your house unless it's for work or education purposes. You can't see a friend at all. Nope. No, sir. Oh, well, they haven't put that kind of restriction on us yet. Um, for, fortunately, that would be, yeah. would be terrible. Um, no. Yeah, it sounds like you got some strict protocol with the COVID more so than, than we do. Uh, five kilometers, man, that's not very... Yeah. Uh, you better hope so, there's a grocery store within five kilometers of you. You're allowed to go to the shop. They're uh, not going to let you starve. Yeah, no <laughs> Especially if you're like me and live in the middle of nowhere. There's no shop five kilometers from me. Okay. So do they just, ever just they ever just pull you over and ask you where you're going? Do you get yeah. that sort of interrogation? The guards uh, do that sometimes now, yeah. happened once. But uh, a great thing to do, wink, um, if you have a camera or any film gear, just bring that with you. Because a videographer can go anywhere. Oh, a videographer goes anywhere. Hey, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That's a good plan. There you go. Um, but yeah, we have a... Like, it's funny, you guys got a lot more cases, but we have a lot more strict. Um, and, you know, it's, it's kind of sad how we have it here, to be honest. Yeah, well, you see what happens when you're not strict. This is what you get. You get these... You get this kind of this caseload that we have here you know it's it's yeah. a result of that i think uh, you know yeah. we, but you know you're people, lucky that you guys have two million americans you know not dead <laughs> very that's, true that's the whole <laughs> argument right <laughs> yeah right right <laughs> i always well, uh, find it i always find it weird when we uh we have a co subgroup of americans that equivocate personal freedom with with a mask um we have say Anti-mask protest happened yesterday. Yeah, you have that too. And, uh, you know, it's like, look at if I know you, I know you want to have your little world there, but your, your world doesn't exist if that rest of the world doesn't exist. Yeah. And it's hard to get them to shift gears and, and see that. It's, I, I, don't, I don't blame them. You know, some people see more of the forest from the trees than others. It's just, 
you're a product of your upbringing and your socialization and your early education and whether or not your parents are dumb dumbs or not. Um, you know, I, I, I don't want to blame these people so much. It's, it's sad. Um, but, uh, you know, heaven forbid their ideology, you know, just spreads more and more. I mean, I hate to see, I hate to see that. In other words, in other words, they have kids, right? So I'm a, I, I'm a non-masker. That's my ideology. They got kids, right? And now they're going to spread their non-mask yeah. ideology onto the kids. That's a shame, you know, because yeah, yeah. the kids, the, the kids deserve a shot. It's like these va these people who are anti-vaxxers, same deal. I bet know? they feel pretty stupid right now. Absolutely, they feel stupid right now. Why should these people proliferate? You know, um, part yeah. of me says, "Hey, let them die off," and you know, and it's like Darwinism wins in the end. But the, I, you know, I hate to say that too. I don't want to be that that negative of a person. Um, I just hope they come around and. You hope that they listen to science or, you know, does, how many people do you know have to die before you get it? You know, do they, is no one in their circle dying? You know, people in my circle are dying. My roommate alone lost her dad and her uncle within six weeks of each other this summer. This is like, if it's not That's affecting rough. you, where, where are you living that it's not affecting you? I just want to know what bubble are you in where this is not affecting you? And if it is good for you, good for you, then don't wear a mask in your bubble. But don't tell the rest of us how to live and stand out there with a sign. That's wrong because some of us are very affected by this. Just in regards to that bubble, I think I'm in that bubble. I've had, I've had no one. Uh, you've had no one. You've been very lucky. But yet you're still not an, you're not an idiot, though. You know, you know. Well, no. You know that um, you know that lives are affected by it, right? Yes, you know that yes. you know, uh, you know, and I know, I know a few people that have been affected. We get those by videos it. of of they t they tend to be called Karens, I guess. Is the, oh, yeah, the yeah. formal term that you get for them of <laughs> the formal term <laughs> of yeah. the, just them refusing to wear masks, going into a shop. Do you with, get these kind of women over there? No, not we got more. You guys have it. No, not not as bad as you guys. Like just no. in all fairness, it's more it's more so lads. Um, like I, I don't know. You, you guys have a rough. We have it less as as bad as you guys. But uh, with regards to people dying, I know people who have had it and they were okay. Like people who are, like my friend's sister's a nurse, and she got it, but she just stayed at home. She took care of herself. Because like, like she she knew what to do. She's been treating people for ages. She was able to take care of herself. Thank God. But um, that's like the closest person to me who's got a scare. Um, what about Thomas? I know someone in, in his town got, got it. Or his village. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know much about it now, but this elderly woman, before COVID, she had broken her hip. And while in the hospital, she got it. But she, she managed to get out. That's a strong lady. So she's like 90-something as well. Like, yeah, strong wow. lady. That's incredible, right? So, I mean, we've been fortunate... But from what you were saying there a second ago, it sounds like you haven't been at all. What's the story there? What's the story with what? In California, in terms of cases. So many. So many. I mean, the state is just overrun with it, especially Southern California, because uh, we're just so populated. It's just going to happen. It's going to happen. And, um, you know, uh, I actually, I, I, took a, I took a job throughout this because uh you know my comedy career had to come to a halt and whatnot uh and my acting career as well i'm not doing voiceovers right now uh, 
So a comedian friend of mine got me a gig at a COVID-19 laboratory, believe it or not. Wow. Uh, yeah, they make they make the test and they test. So they, they make the test kit and they test. We test, we've tested like 3 million people in California, just my laboratory alone. Uh, And so I've been, I've been working there. I'm seeing firsthand, like, yeah. Yeah. How it, how it's going down. Uh, You know, we're, we've had, we've had positive cases, many at my laboratory, as a matter of fact, they test, we, they test all the employees every single day. So I get tested. I go in four days a week. I get tested four times a week. And I, you know, I've witnessed coworkers get it and miss work yeah. for two weeks. They'd have had to quarantine and so many people get it out here that it just seems like kind of the norm. It's like, it's not a question of how or, or what it's a, it's a matter of just when, yeah. I expect to get it eventually myself, probably not from the laboratory because everybody's pretty safe over there for the most part. They have to, we want to be safe. You know, we can't, the yeah, scientists sure. can't be getting sick and shit. So we're pretty careful over there. We, we all have the protocol. We all wear masks and we, we do it right at the lab, but I go out, you know, I go to the grocery store or I go to, go to the coffee shop and you know, there's, there's people and I'm in, I'm with them. I don't know who they are. I don't know what they got. And some of them are wearing masks. Some of them are not. Mm. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think it matters if you're all inside a store together, bumping elbows, grabbing your, you know, at the deli in line, getting your ground beef or whatever. I mean, I think it's, it's just a matter of when I'm going to get the shit. Uh, that's, and I think that's the kind of the attitude that I see among the people in Southern California is just like, yeah, we'll probably get it eventually. Um, yeah. That's, that's yeah. kind of a bad attitude. I know yeah. it sucks. It really, it really, really sucks. Uh, that's a herd immunity attitude, isn't it? Like, it's kind of like everyone gets yeah. it. And then the- well, you think with California, like of all the world, there are people who are pushing more restrictions, everyone wear a mask, uh, blah, blah, blah. Like, if I, if I think of people like pushing this, that, that's what I think of. But ironically, they're doing worse. Do you think there's like a large majority or large amount of people in California who just don't want to abide by these rules at all? And that's causing it? Or what do you think is going on? Oh, sure, sure. There are certain areas of uh, California that are conservative. I'd say they lean towards the Trump uh, in fact, the county next to ours, it's called Orange County. So I'm in L- Los Angeles County. Yeah. The county just south of us, it's a kind of a beach community. And it's a, a wealthy, white, conservative community. They are, they are very much doing whatever the hell they want. They're not really listening to, uh, to the protocol. Um, I watched a hilarious video of two comedians that went to Orange County to the beach with a with backpacks filled with masks yes, and a big uh, sign. The sign said free masks and they were trying to give out free masks at the beach in Orange County. And, you know, the video is just filled with instances of angry Orange County citizens just be like, you know, get the hell out of here. You know, I'm not wearing a mask. Why are you offering a mask? I can't even believe you believe in this mask. How dare you come down here with your Los Angeles mindset? It's a hoax. All these things you hear people going, it's a hoax and everybody knows it. Like you're like, wow. Okay. All right. And, uh, you know, so that's one whole community that's just very much 
we don't believe in this. We're not wearing masks. I got you. And, and, and I think it's, I think it's attitudes like that, that really add, you know, fuel to the fire here and really pump up the numbers. Um, You're definitely right. But why were they offering them outdoors? Oh, it's just cause there's no, I mean, like that's, that's I mean, at least at risk. Yeah, well, I guess they're just asking who needs a mask today. Anyway, we got them free no, ones, you. and, and uh, you know, it's just easier to shoot it that way. If you're going to shoot video of it, you know, they were shooting yeah. like, because you want to kind of shoot it undercover, so you can't have your cameraman like right, yeah, you know, so you. They, the guy would be far away and shoot this long lens and shoot them talking to the people on the beach. Hey, want a mask? And and these people don't even know they're being being filmed. You know, they're giving an honest response, like, like I don't believe in masks. And go back to LA, and and the, the, you know that's the kind of reactions we were we were getting. Which I've seen so, the video; so it, it's great. I saw one as it's well. It's very funny, right? It's one guy try, or maybe it's even more than one guy actually tries to fight them, like really angry. They get that's very so angry. I've seen one of these two guys. They were spray painting sidewalk, as in like people walk this side of the road if you're going that way, and others walk this side of the road if you're going that way, and that way you won't be bumping into people. Something like that. I don't know what it was, but mm-hmm. they had this woman come over and just kick the shit. <laughs> so kicking, they just start kicking the two of them, and like yeah, but man, <laughs> if people are telling you what side of the, the street to walk on, mm. that's a bit dodgy. To be fair, like I, I'll wear a mask for public safety, but hey, you have to walk on this side of the road, mm. bro. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean that's okay, a, sure. But yeah, that's that's crossing outdoors, the line. For like sure. if you're in a shopping center, I get that. That mm. makes sense. Yeah. Um, but outdoors, what the hell? Like, come on. Totally agree. And mm. um, like, come on, we know we got to get through this. Um, but you know, spray painting the sidewalk isn't the best way. Um, in all fairness. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like some people are super into into it, and they want to add more and more, uh, like things we have to do. But then there's the opposite of people like I don't give a fuck. I met people who got us sick, and we had an instance in our in Thomas's village actually, um, that a group won their they won the county final, um, in in their sport whatever, and what they did was they went to the pub. I think it was like one, I think it was supposed to be closed. Am I right, Thomas? Um, I don't know. No, the pubs were allowed to be open then. Yeah. And they filled it to the brim, and they basically had a rave in there, and two people in there had COVID when they went in. I don't know how many uh, had it when I came out, but uh, you know it was absolute carnage. Videos were going everywhere of what, what happened in there, just crazy. Yeah. Wow. Whole town, assume... whole village became like a, a party town for uh, an entire night, and it was crazy. And tens of people probably caught it from that. You would say, did you have numbers like that, or hundreds of people? Or uh, I couldn't tell you. We always we don't like name and shame, so we you wouldn't really have any way of finding out unless someone told oh. you. Yeah. And most see. people. To be honest, if I was dumb enough to have been in there and I caught COVID afterwards, I wouldn't tell a fucking soul. I would just isolate, get everything sorted. I'm not going to be like telling my friends, hey, lads, I was at this big this gathering that I shouldn't have been at, and I got COVID now, and I might have infected more people. <laughs> like, way, way to ruin yourself. Like, Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's uh, just silly. Yeah, but um, I don't know how we got here, lads. Um, but back back to what you were saying earlier with... Um, uh, there's some instances in your sector as a comedian that uh, are on some topics you can't talk about. And what do you think that is? What do you think, that, like, there's, su- there's a sudden, like, 
rule set that's been put in place of what you can and cannot talk about? Well, I think there's a movement here to save people's feelings because uh, we're, what we're really doing is infantilizing, infantilizing the culture. You know, we're just treating everybody like children. We're not forcing people to grow the hell up. Uh, you can see it happen in a lot of ways in the culture. For instance, university. We're seeing it firsthand here. Sure. Here's a, here's, a, here's a simple thing that people can relate to, too. I don't know if you have this, but we have a seatbelt law here in the United States. It's very common. Wear your seatbelt. Uh, you know, that's, that's treating the culture like children, you know, to wear your, like, to make it a law to wear your seatbelt. So there's instances of that. There, there's many instances of this. Uh, you know, if I buy a swimming pool for children, one of those small ones, in the middle of it, it'll say no diving. Well, what are we talking about here, right? This is infantilizing us, treating us all like we're brainless children. And I think this also seeps into a sort of a, a speech way. And that is be careful of your speech because you're going to hurt people's feelings. And we all can't deal with hurt feelings. You know, uh, you don't want to do that. Uh, you know, meanwhile, the, the ground underneath our feet is toxifying every fucking day. But like, this isn't a concern, right? You know, uh, so, you know. It's like fresh water is disappearing. Have you fucking looked around and you're worried about some words being spoken by a comic or somebody, you know, a great example of this. It's like the product Aunt Jemima. Uh, yeah, I've heard about this. Yes. Maple syrup. We got this product in the States, Aunt Jemima's maple syrup. This product had to be taken off the shelves because this Aunt Jemima character on the maple syrup bottle is offensive because she represents a time when uh, African-American people were very much uh, without freedom. I get that. Uh, I get that. And, and so now it's, it hurts people's feelings, some people's feelings, that I guess when you see her in the grocery store, this person... Meanwhile, I don't know anybody, even my African-American friends who see the Aunt Jemima thing and, and are offended by mm. it. I've never, but then again, I've never been with my African-American friends in the maple syrup aisle. So I don't know, but it, it just seems to me like, here's a product that uh, the image of it hurts our feelings. Well, you know, the actual product itself has been killing us for decades and no one gives a shit. I don't even know what that is, but it's not maple syrup. It's a bunch of high fructose corn syrup bullshit yeah. that is actually poison at the end of the day. And none of us should be putting it in our bodies. The product itself is a piece of shit poison and it's offensive. It's actually more fucking offensive than the image of this woman on there, uh, which a lot of people never even noticed until you pointed it out to us, assholes. Meanwhile, this product isn't even maple syrup. What the fuck are you doing? It shouldn't even be able to be called maple syrup. It should never be put on a flapjack or a pancake. It's insulting to my fucking breakfast, okay? And it's caused so much diabetes, I'd imagine, that you know this thing should have been gone decades ago, but no, no one cares about that. We wait for the, you know, we wait for our feelings to be hurt as if our feelings trump all the other shit, including our body. I mean, this mm. is just sociopathic fucking behavior. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's, 
you know, it's a sign of an immature culture and it's a real barrier to getting our shit together, unfortunately. So I'm never going to bring up maple syrup to you ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad we all know your views on maple okay. syrup, bro. No, Thanks no, I get you completely. Um, <laughs> there's some things that shouldn't be made into a, a big deal like this. Um, but like even, what was it, the, the, that show with the dog police that had to be cancelled for a little bit? Oh, yeah, because people were so against the police force that yeah. a show yeah. with a dog being a police officer was inherently evil. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck <laughs> up. Again, this is like, you know, they treat you, uh, you know, it's like at the end of the day, you know, you we're being treated like infants here. And we're never going to grow the hell up with, with, up with this kind of... Um, helicopter parenting from the culture you know it's like you know there's something to be said about making your own decisions in life there's something to be said about using your brain and saying well let me make the choice to wear my seatbelt. let me weigh the pros and cons and let me be an adult and make that decision for me but if you're going to make the decision for me now i don't have to be the adult when when am i going to grow the fuck up i'm not i'm not going to grow up you know, if you're always looking out for people's feelings, you know, you know, you're creating like a culture of, you know, a bunch of these are crybabies, man. These are people that cannot yeah. deal. Then we wonder why depression is running rampant. We wonder why people cannot handle daily life. You know why? Because daily life is fucking offensive. I mean, I hate to be the one to break the news to everybody, but, you know, life doesn't hold your hand and look out for your feelings. It just doesn't. Life is ready to kick you in the junk and then kick you again while you're down. You know, this is what life does to a lot of us, AKA 2020, you know, did all of this, you know, hurt, you know, watch out for our feelings the last 10 years. Did this prepare us for this? No, no, it did not because you yeah. cannot prepare yourself for the, the real disaster that is called life, man. It's fucking life. And if anybody knows it more than anybody, it's the fucking Irish, you know, and you guys, and that's why, the sense of humor that you guys have, it comes out of suffering. It comes out yeah. of hundreds of years of a culture being oppressed and suffering. And the proper response to that is comedy. The proper yes. response to that is have a beer and hug your fucking neighbor. The proper response to that is don't lie to each other and pretend that everything is really rosy. No, the response is yes, it's shitty, but isn't it funny sometimes? Ha <laughs> ha, have a beer. Be an adult. Yeah. Um, that's one thing. And it, it does scare me that that magical thing about the Irish that we can handle everything has kind of gone away. Um, I'm, we are I'm so Americanized. Like, yeah. I, no, no offense. <laughs> we're so Americanized. No, our, our news, our, everything we have is Americanized. If something bad is happening about Trump, there's 20 people I know who are going to make it their fucking business to tweet about it for the next 20 for 48 hours like okay trump has never affected anything you, you you really do ever okay you typing on your little phone on twitter about him being a bad guy isn't changing anything yeah i hate i i hate, I hate it um and is there there's people giving out about your um how was it your debate when it happened uh, i i people i went to school with giving out about that it's like okay. There's another. There's another one this evening. Apparently, I don't know if I'll. Oh, I'm gonna, I, I mean, I it's, I, 
I want to say that I don't, I'm not going to watch it, but I mean, it's so hard to turn away from that mm. kind of train wreck. Apparently yeah. they're going to give, they're going to give the moderator a mute button tonight Dude. so that they can't interrupt <laughs> one another. I don't know how that's going to work. I'm curious. I'd imagine we're going to hear just some, some Trump shouting over, you know, the mute yeah. button anyway. I mean, this guy can't, this guy, this guy's a child himself. He's a, he's a spoiled little brat. He's going to yell mm. and do whatever the hell he wants. One thing that had me a bit worried about the last one, and I hate the fact I fucking know it as a result of <laughs> Americanized media, was that moderator used to work for Joe Biden. That, that guy oh, that was so? an, an intern for oh, Joe really? Biden. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I like, didn't know that. Talk about bias. Like, yeah, that's bro, pretty biased. You know, like, send, send you in there. Send a comedian in there. He'll pick the funniest bits. And let them talk. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, he, that guy would clearly wasn't prepared for that. He shouldn't have been moderating that. I mean, no. we could all see where that was going to no, go. No and you, re- you felt bad for the guy. Yeah, you needed somebody who was a strong-armed individual to really run that because, you know, you're dealing with a child there who's just going to throw a tantrum and not listen to rules. Rules? Rules don't apply to this guy. Fuck no. Rules. What, are you crazy? That's one thing no. that people say a lot about him is, like, things that aren't actually rules, like for being presidency, like things that no one ever like tried to uh, to mess with. That's that's something he did. Like, what was it? We talked about this in media studies uh, earlier, Thomas, uh, during the week. There's something you couldn't hold uh, a conference in the White House or something, and then he did it. That's right. I remember it like, that. It's, yeah. it's, it's not actually a rule. So he yeah, just I didn't did even it. know about that. I, I had no, I had never heard of that before. Um, but then I guess he broke that. I, I don't even, I didn't even know what the hell that was, but I mean, he doesn't, I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised this guy doesn't listen to, you know, mm. not, it, nothing applies to him, you know, it's been, yeah. he's been doing that his whole life. I'll bet, you know, and I heard something about, so I, I have no knowledge of what, whatever happened between Russia and America during the last election or anything like that, but something about Chinese accounts came up today about him. Uh, well, I, no idea. No idea what that's about at all. Well, but. if you look at uh, Biden's kid, it looks to be like Ukrainian stuff. You look at uh, at uh, Trump, it looks to be Chinese. You know, he hates Chinese people. And then he's like going on, or, or he has a Chinese uh, hidden Mac account. Like, hmm. bro, this man. But um, I can deal with kids. What, ha- what happened to the young presidents? You know, what happened to like the JFKs besides being shot? Like, why are they, so- why are they old guys now? Mm. I, you know, my only guess is, uh, I guess it takes that long to build the kind of relationships and influence that you need to get into that position. Because um, the age, the That's minimum age is what? The minimum age, I think, is 35. 35. 35 yeah. um, but you just don't see anybody ever in their 30s even sniffing that position, um, it, which but, is, which is a shame. Really- that age limit makes people not want to go into politics. Yeah, I'd imagine it does. Same yeah, here. I'd imagine. Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I hate to see, I hate that it's old, du- a bunch of old dudes that run the show for the most part everywhere. I mean, you find this all over the world, a bunch of old dudes, and I just can't stand it. And it's been like this for, ever. You know, yeah, probably no. thousands of years, unfortunately. And uh, well, you know, maybe not. Well. At one point in the world, the life expectancy was a lot shorter. So the old dudes were like 30. But it was always, relatively speaking, old dudes running the show. And I just think those, that's just a, it's not, it's not cutting it, man. It's just, you see where we are. It's not cutting it clearly. And I'd like to see, I'd like to see a change from that. But it just, it just, it's always old dudes. I don't want to vote for old dudes. I don't want an old guy. 
I'm, I don't I'm not, you know, Biden scares me just because he's so old. I don't think well, if his brain's working okay. It looks like he's Two brain always surgeries. fumbling. He's always like, looks like he's got the, a hamster in a wheel in there and it's taking a minute to just get it going. I'm like, wow, dude, can you, I mean, I'll take it over Trump, of course, but then again, I'd take a, a dead pigeon over Trump. Fuck. What was that thing? Uh, the, was, it, was it SNL? They did this thing and it was Jim Carrey played Biden. Oh, yeah, Jim Carrey played Biden, yeah. At the beginning British. of 40 great ideas. <laughs> yeah, Jim Carrey it. just crushed that. Yeah, you yeah. see, this is, you know, it's, these, it's this old guy situation you, you, yeah. that you mentioned. I mean, I just really, uh, I'd, I'd love to see a change in that. I'd love to see some younger people that are more close, you know, that are, have this, a similar values and outlook that, that we have. That would be pretty sweet. Yeah, uh, yeah, but like no one wants to vote for a normal person. Like I know as a joke, what's going on at the moment is Joe Rogan and Cameron Haynes, um, or Cameron Hayes, whatever. Um, I've seen it as a joke because they do a lot of hunting and whatever. They're kind of like central, central conservative. Um, but uh, you need people, not exactly Joe Rogan, you need the people who are just the average Joe Schmo uh, to go first and hopefully they have the right values and they can convince people yeah. they're not a bad idea. Yeah, you know, um, I once heard somebody float the idea that uh, why not, uh, you know, this would only work if you had a very educated population, which we don't in these states, unfortunately. But if you did, you could just, you could choose a, a leader randomly or a, or a set of leaders randomly, you know, and then just just run it that way. And if, you're, if you have an educated population and everybody's like on board, you know, you could, you could get away with it that way. And then at that point, you'd have no corruption. How would you have any corruption? And then you can get you can get rid of like lobbyists and all this like, stuff, and you know you'd yeah. have a you'd have a more layer, level playing field. But that's that's a crazy idea. But it's something that I I heard someone say, and I thought I don't know I would even try that over what we got now. Which you know as long as you could you could see well, miles away who's going to be you could see these people getting into power, and you know you know you know who to i don't want to say bribe but i mean technically they are really you know you bribe these motherfuckers man we know who's pulling the strings every one of these people these old guys that we see behind them is a crew of other old guys that are just shuffling cash and going hey yeah. remember me don't forget my favor hey remember me don't forget my favor i represent the microchip industry i represent milk you know and next thing you know i'm like why are we why is milk being pushed all over the place why yeah. is it one of the four food groups officially? <laughs> well, that's because some politician got paid to, to create a organization called the four food groups and then took some more money so that all these food groups could be included. Next thing you know, my children go to school and they're taught the four food groups, which is a bunch of poison. You know, this is why does that, how does that, I mean, this is how it, the current setup allows for those situations to you happen. Know what sucks? Like shit like that. It still ends up here. Yeah. Like, basically, a lot of what goes on here is, oh, America did that? Eh, what's the, what's the harm? And we'll oh, do it. I hate to hear that. I really hate to hear that. Uh, uh, like, uh, Thomas, how many um, pay raises have, have our uh, TDs given themselves recently? I noticed one guy in there. He was in there a year and a half, and he was offered three pay raises. That's a lot. I would believe they've been in there. For, okay, so, so the current government have been in there for six months now, and I believe... They have been given four or five pay raises, and they tried to battle that by a ten percent cut. But then, like two or three weeks later, there were three after that. Like it's 
self-serving idiots. And how often are they? How, anything. how often are they golfing? Are they golfing as much as our leader as well? <laughs> I, actually, I served our former tea shop a coffee when I was working in a golf pub. Yeah. <laughs> they, they well, wasn't there something recently like they got caught at like, a golf place? Oh my god, the whole golf event. Yeah, loads yeah. of them were caught. What people call it? They call it golf gate. Golf gate, yeah. Um, yeah, they got caught playing golf 50, when they told the entire them. country they couldn't leave their homes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, that's so american shit <laughs> i told you i told you <laughs> no yeah. um actually no, I, very... I love america uh, you guys have so much freedom depending on the state and you can kind of find a state that suits you um uh, in europe it's not very it's not as easy we are the european union we can pick like if i wanted to go to italy and set up shop and live there right now i could but, that's uh, cool i have to know italian probably yeah uh, i so, think that the key the key lies in there right you um the key lies in localized communities finding support in local communities finding that way you don't if you can avoid relying on a shitty ass government for your stuff then you know it's it's better for you nothing ever gets done anyways with the, the amount of bureaucratic bullshit that they have in place you know so that's why you know just you got one group one house you know has this ideology you know another house has this ideology and then they just argue so that this person's agenda never gets pushed through this person's agenda never gets pushed through and then that, yeah. nothing ever gets done but on a local level if you guys if you need if a new school needs to be built in your local area like you have a better shot doing it on the local level than going to the state level and hoping that they can get some funding or going to the federal level right uh you know, it just local government is is a way to, and and of course it's corrupt as well, of course, because it's it's government. At the end of the day, it's going to be corrupt on some level. But you can get a lot more done in your little community at the end of the day, and and you you can feel like your voice is being heard too. You can actually go to the meeting, and stand up and speak for three minutes. Like you can't go do you can't do that like on the federal level, the national level. Yeah, could go go to a fucking go to a Trump's. Uh, you know, speech or whatever, and, and good luck having your opinion heard. You know, no one's listening to you, but at, on the local level, you can have some input and you can kind of feel like you're moving the needle a little bit. Um, yeah. I think, you know, I, I wish there wasn't corruption on the local level too. There is going to be, that's just the nature of the beast. But I think uh, one of the answers for a lot of us is to do things on the local level. At least you can kind of move the needle a bit and, and feel like you're making some progress. And feeling a sense of community is very important because I think we've lost the, we've we've lost that. You know, I, you know, you call me an American, right? Do I? What, what does that even mean? Do I even feel like an American? I feel like a displaced individual that without. I feel like my my leaders don't have don't represent me. You know, and that just makes me feel weird. Yeah, uh, being an American must be weird. It's very like, weird. I got I got thousands of years of culture to help me define being uh, being Irish. Um, I got shared experiences with other Irish people. Uh, you guys are just like okay, we all moved here a long, long time ago. We did some bad things to the locals, and now we're here. Yeah, it must be kind of rough. Yeah, you know, and who were the people that came here originally? They were freaks, man. They were f religious freaks. They were people leaving Europe because they were they were too religious, really, and that's why we got the Quakers and the Puritans because they were well, so religious. Like loads of land. 
they come here and with their, you know, hey, there's a place where you freedom of religion. And they were like, I'm on it because over here, no one gets me. So then they go, they come over here with, with their ridiculous fundamentalist religious bullshit, you know, and, and it, we're off to the races. And, you know, that, and, then, and then you get literalism, biblical literalism. That's a purely American phenomenon. Nobody in Europe takes the Bible literally or has the way that these idiots no, did over it's here. Always been there's, so, there's so many instances of these, and it's all, bec it's all because of these freaks that came over here. My country was built on, a bait, on the foundation of religious freaks, and they're still kicking around, man. They're kicking around. There's Mormons all over Utah. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of cults, you know, yeah. in, in the States. All of the Midwest, these fundamental Christian Yahoo morons are still like, that is such a huge community. And it's like, ah, this is a but barrier to progress. These people don't go, even think that these, these people don't even believe, you know, Texas just, just uh, has now denied or, or given the option to social workers. If you're a social worker in Texas, you are allowed to deny services to people who have a disability or or are part of the LGBTQ the LGBTQ community, you know yeah. this is what you, these are the attitudes you get from these fundamentalist religious fucktards. I don't think the problem lies within religion. Like being honest, um, like at least with Protestantism, it was more reformed. Like myself and Thomas are Catholics. Like we have like the unreformed one. We're like we're going back to like Roman times. And like we're pretty okay, uh, like we don't get the kind of stuff that goes on there. Um, like, like you were saying, like big communities of fundamentalist Mormons, whatever. If they're doing no harm to anyone else, I think they're okay. Um, you you have the right to practice whatever religion, Islam, Judaism, um, even Shinto. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is, you, you know, the, there's a there's a rule, right? We're supposed to separate church from state. This is what we say, but this is not what we practice. You yeah, know, the, the, the religious organizations in my country have so much political sway. It's ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. The, the, that policy in Texas that I'm talking about, that governor of Texas is a part of that, is a part of the problem. Uh, well, is he like it, a it, it shouldn't be the case. Yes, of course. Um, I mm. mean, this is Texas, man. You know, not most of Texas is like that. There's some cool areas of Texas, Houston, Austin, Dallas. The rest of Texas, which is huge fucking huge the rest of texas is like you know a bunch of gun-toting fundamentalist yahoos man you think a hundred percent a hundred percent okay um i mean i'm not too well versed with texas but uh i know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know much i can say there um but we talk to some people living in texas they think it's okay Mm. With a guy, uh, yeah, they're probably they're probably cool people. They probably live in Austin or San Antonio or Houston. Yeah, yeah normally cities. Uh, yeah, those cities are great, man. And there's this, you know, Austin especially. It's a very progressive city. It's a lot. It's an artist community. Same with Houston. Um, just, just real quick with the uh, the Mormons. We had a guy on recently. You might know him, uh, Steve Cantwell. Steve and Cantwell. No, it doesn't sound familiar. He's Mormon. No, he was Mormon. Ex, ex -Mormon. Was Mormon. Ex Mormon. Forty years of being a Mormon. He had a friend, but he was like lenient on the rules a little bit. Like he'd never taken any substance, never even a painkiller. Um, 
he had a friend in the was it the army or the navy? Ah, uh, one of them. And well, big difference, but um, you know, he had a friend in there. Uh, he just came back from Iraq, and they were gonna try weed together. Um, uh, he's a Mormon. He never had weed, but he said, "Okay, well, it's for a friend. I'm sure God can forgive me this once." And because uh, I have it, but he had to go get it because the friend wasn't home yet. So now he he he's no experience of weed ever. He never even reads or hears anything about this being a Mormon, but. He goes to a local place to get it. At the time, spice uh, was like completely legal. That's what he went to get. He went to get spice. Um, so now he actually didn't know what he was actually asking for. So he went in and said, spit, spit. And the lady behind the counter says, salvia. And oh, man. Salvia they gave him. He gets salvia. He smoked that? Oh, that's a crazy trip. He, he took a very big hit of salvia. Yeah. And being a Mormon, you know, he never touched anything else. So I guess like a buildup of all these things they wanted to get released happened. And he had, he, found, he had a lot of inner conflict with regards to his religion. But um, after uh, that trip, he says, in, in his words, he spent eight years in another man's life uh, in that trip. And then he went in that room, a Mormon, and came out a comedian. Mm. Uh, he's been a comedian ever since. Uh, he said like, the experience really has fucked him up. Um, <laughs> but, well, at like, least it snapped him out of that, um, you know, ridiculous. Oh, he, he Mor- absolutely hates the Mormon church. Mormon well, software that have, he was running. We did have one, one interesting comment. Most people were like, oh, Mormon tripping balls. This sounds like an awesome podcast. But, um, you know, we, we had one particular comment and it was very tough rocking. And it was like, it's, it sounds like he actually enjoyed being a Mormon more because ever since he, he came out of Mormonism um, or whatever you call it, um, he's been less happy. He's had all these problems. Uh, I've yeah. to think about that one for a while. Yeah. Um, and he, of course, he, you know, he's given up the life he, of multiple wives as well. That must bring him. That he, must only had him. His, he only had one wife, but his wife ended up leaving him after. Mm. Um, so like that was part of the thing of him not being as happy his wife yeah. left him for an Eskimo so he says um, what else damn that's cold yeah he's living on a boat he's basically homeless but had a boat mm. um, no, he had a rough old time he can't even as, as a result of a trip he can't really tell what's real and what's fake like he disassociates a little bit mm. but um, yeah well, that's a shame someone did say that it sounds like he was happier as a Mormon Really thought-provoking, but, um, you know, offer religious freedom freedom as long as it does not affect anyone else negatively. Um, like, I could found a religion today saying chopping off heads. <laughs> no, that doesn't fly. You're hurting someone else. If I said, okay, right. we're going to worship flowers from now on, I think that's okay. I like that. <laughs> I like nature. Found flowers. Yeah, nature's cool. Like nature. Flowers are cool, man. Nature's yeah, well, cool, man. <laughs> Yeah, you guys got a bunch of green stuff going on in California. We also got fire. Yeah, we do. We do. It's uh, it's the land of fires, isn't it? It's crazy. Mm. It's crazy how uh, we were just talking about this the other day with the, with my buddy. It was like the fi- he was like the fires are all done, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I suppose they're all done. It's like, yeah, you don't see them in the news anymore. 
Okay, because that's kind of how the news cycles are. It's like disaster, and then it goes away, and we forget about it. Like this whole place was on fire like a month ago. We've already forgotten about it. We've already moved on to new disasters to hang our hooks on, our hooks yeah. of, of uh, ah, you know, panic. Yeah, it's fucking insane, insane. And I know how I can't imagine how much damage was done, how much of the atmosphere was just ruined because, and we've already forgotten about it. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, it's, it's definitely weird. Uh, the States is crazy. But at the start of this podcast, I was all like, the States are crazy. I never want to, I don't think I want to step foot there. But ever since doing this podcast and talking to so many Americans, it, it sounds more appealing because of the just pure craziness. Yeah, well, I mean, we come, come by, come by, check it out for yourself. You know, don't be a stranger. I think you'll, uh, I think America would embrace you. I do. Yeah. <laughs> well, they yeah, embraced absolutely. a lot of Irish people, so what's one more? <laughs> Why not? Absolutely. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> but um, just to finish up this podcast, um, if people want to check out your awesome podcast, uh, where can they find it? Oh, well, you can find Weird AF News on any of, the, of your podcast listeners. It's on uh, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, anywhere you can listen to podcasts. It's even on YouTube. You can find uh, Weird AF News. There's even a website if you can't find it. It's a weirdafnews.com. And there's a bunch of links to places that you can listen to. You can, or you can listen to it right on the website if, if you want to. So, um, awesome. yeah, it's very easy to find. Weirdafnews.com. So just for anyone who hasn't heard it before, what do you talk about in the podcast? I do uh, three weird news stories from around the world, uh, Monday through Friday. And on Friday, I only do weird news from the state of Florida. So Florida Friday happens every Friday. It's the most popular episode. It has twice as many downloads as the others because people just love Florida so much. Yeah. Uh, I, I think this is a show that can be enjoyed by just about anybody in, in the world that speaks English. Um, yeah, I, I, think it, I think it really can. It's not... Most of the news is, um, is American, I would say. Over 50% well, of it happens to be American. Them. Yeah, I do cover. I love to find stories from all around the world. It's just that most of the weird shit seems to be happening in America for some reason. I don't know why that is. Um, yeah, a large just, population of English speakers, I guess. Yeah, we're, and we're just like, you know, we're just really fucked up, I think, or something. I don't know. It's just like we have a lot of Walmarts, and therefore there's a lot of weird shit going on, you know. Uh, so, but the, the weird news comes from all around the world. I love to cover, you know, wherever I can find weird news. Um, and, and uh, you know, we've been doing it. Well, I've been doing it for th over three years now and over a million downloads I've had. And, and uh, it seems to be doing OK. I'm not going to I'm not going to stop. It's the one thing I've continued to do during the pandemic is record my podcast inside my closet, which is where I record it. And uh, so I've been going to keep putting out episodes for uh, for as long as I can, I think. Uh, it's a nice it's and I always say it's a nice alternative to mainstream news which is very uh, which is very uh depressing yeah weird day of weird news is like it's funny it's weird funny stories and i try to make them funny using a comedic spin or yeah. sometimes just sometimes my angry rants which i've given you a taste of here i, love um, I, I, I apologize love sometimes my angry rants about the about the story just i seem to be funny for some people um i'm never and, uh, talking about maple syrup with you ever again sir <laughs> oh man, that's oh, God. I'm so sorry about that. I please. No, no, I love it. I love it because you, you had a great point. Uh, yeah, I feel like, and I've never heard this said before, but like you know, that was. I, I feel very strongly about it. I and I and uh, you know, 
I just do. I, I, you know, I'm so sorry, but people need to hear this, man. They need to hear this. Enough of hurting, like stop hurting everybody's feelings. Like be a, just be adults here, man. This is just at the end of the day, just be an adult, you know? And, and unfortunately the Americanization of the world is happening. That means we're just turning the rest of the world into a bunch of whiny children. It's fucking ridiculous. A few years back, we had an American, or not American, we had a, we had a big banker. And he said that Ireland should join with the United States. I have no idea why, but that's the point of how Americanized we are. We had a pretty yeah. high-ranking banker. Uh, not pretty. He was very high-ranking banker say, Ireland should try join the United States of America. Oh, man. I, you know, I, I, I implore you guys, don't, please have your own culture. That's what makes you Thanks guys amazing. That's what makes the you know, other places. Like, I don't want to go and visit other places in Europe and be like, I'm looking at Los Angeles here. I don't want to do that. You know, I don't want to have to go to Asia to get a different culture. Okay. I want to be able to go <laughs> over to Ireland. I want to be able to go over to Scotland or Estonia. I want to go somewhere, you know, just, and, and not be, see my culture over there too. Like what the fuck, man? You it's know. hard. You guys have been involved with a lot of places. I know. I, I, I no. know. I, I, I get it. I get it. You know, Burger King and all the, the whole nine and subway restaurants. I, I get it. I get it. But shit, man, you know, I, I just, I just, I would, I would love to see more of a pullback from American culture worldwide rather than an embracing of American culture wor worldwide. I think variety is the spice of life, man. It's already bad enough. Every state, every city I drive through in my country is the same. I don't want to have that happen in the rest of the world when I go to other countries and continents as well. I think it's a disaster and I think it's a damn shame. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Jonesy. <laughs> <laughs> your, your listeners okay. must be like, "Wow, this guy is just an angry Bostonian no. just ranting away." Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I apologize. I apologize. No, it, but, it's no, been great. Don't apologize. You talk, talk about some really real uh, problems. Mm. So, if you want to check them out, you know where to find them. And um, if you enjoyed this, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, tell your grandma about the podcast, and take candy. Hell yeah, that's great.